I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. I think the Brown season effectively ended when he was carted off the field. And it's one of the rare players in the NFL. It's one of the, one of the few running backs. Derrick Henry would be another one of these guys. That even though the Browns on paper have such a good roster, he's their best. He, he's their guy. He's their dude. He is so, he is, he's not flashy. He, he has very few like highlight real plays, but he is just so consistently great. I like, I'm a Steelers guy, but I really respect the F out of Nick Chubb. I don't absolutely. know how you could. He, right. Absolutely, man. He's, um, I, I use this anecdote sometimes, but like I, I, I've covered one Pro Bowl and, you know, all the best players in the NFL. And it was when it was like not AFC, NFC, it was like drafted teams or mixed teams or whatever. And in the locker room, these are all the best players. But then there was like a hierarchy. And it was Drew Brees and J.J. Watt that, like, Jamal Charles was like, oh, my God, I can get Drew Brees' autograph. You know, like, the greats among the greats. I feel like all these guys are tough. And all these guys are physical specimens. But then there are just, like, some people, Micah Parsons, Debo Samuel, Mm -hmm. you know. Nick Chubb is one of those dudes. Yeah. Like, he's just... It's like it's like it's like Eric Dickerson is playing football in this era. Like he feels like time travel. Um, he's awesome. I think I think he's like your favorite football player's favorite football player. And I'm saying this about the Browns, like their season shot after losing a running back, which is supposed to be a fungible position, while they have what many believe to be a, one of the three or four best defensive players in the league and the highest paid quarterback. And I don't think I'm wrong. Well, Sean like, Watson looks. Completely busted. That is a... I, mean, I told you that. I said, I don't care what he did three years ago with the Texans. The guy looks mentally shot to me. 
That's what he looked like last year in those final six games. And no I, one I wanted to believe that those final I six games. I agree with you about what he looked like last year. I just thought that he was going to, I mean. Snap out of it. The light was yes. going to come back on for him. No. Yeah. That's, that, dude. I, and, and that's why, and that's why all they could do mental. was Kareem Hunt. That's why they couldn't go out and get Jonathan Taylor or something like that. They don't have the draft picks. His cap hit goes way up at $63 million next year. The dead money is over $200 million. They are stuck with this guy. They yeah. thought the bargain there was our fans won't care because he's so good. And we don't care that we're going to alienate people right away. They'll come back around as soon as this guy is great again. And he's not. He's one of the but, worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, that's the thing. He's not. It's not like he's like, oh, he's not great. He's not keeping up with Mahomes and Burrow and Allen and Lamar or whatever and, and Lawrence. It's that he's not Dak. He's not Kirk Cousins. Like he is not. He's not a starting caliber player but he's the highest paid player. You know what I mean? Like he, he is objectively terrible. I think you gave me some, some crap. I, I said, it reminded me of Carson Wentz. I think you can lose it like that. I think that happens in the NFL. Yeah. It's I mean, Wentz, a- Wentz was hurt. That was what I pushed back on. Like, you know what I mean? I thought that like he had kind of embraced it and moved on and the, you know, it, it's, he's not getting protested anymore. He's not getting booed. He's not even getting asked about it. Like, you know what I mean? I just I thought he was going to bounce back. And so far, I'm looking very wrong. All right, Danny, the next one here. Yeah. Colts-Ravens. Anthony Richardson's questionable in this game. Now, Boomer Esiason, does he still do a show with you guys? Is that still happening? It does or not. I, okay, does so I'm, not. I'm spilling tea that I sh- should put back in the cup here. Anyways, he used to do a show with you. We yeah. both know Boomer. We both love Boomer. He, he made the point on his radio show this week that guys like Anthony Richardson should probably not be playing right now. Because when you look at Justin Fields in Chicago, your guy, uh, you look at Zach Wilson in New York, if those guys would have sat their first year or two, it would have led to, you know, obviously much better than what those guys have shown so far and what they're doing right now. What do you make of that? This is a former NFL MVP who played the position saying that these guys getting rushed because of impatience by owners is having a huge detrimental uh, effect on their careers. You buy it? No. Um, I don't. I think that it's circumstantial at best. You know, I think that Mahomes benefited from sitting behind Alex Smith, but I'm not at all convinced that that Chiefs team at some point during that year would not have had a much higher ceiling if Pat Mahomes would have been playing than Alex Smith. And Alex Smith had been winning 10 and 11 games and taking them to the playoffs for four years before Mahomes got there. Now, Mahomes' credit sitting is helping him and credits Alex Smith and says all the right things, but talent is talent. And But what if, like, Jordan Love had to play from his rookie year? Well, that's what and I'm it- saying, though, right? Like, it's, it's a case-by-case. Case. Dude, I told you that I thought Anthony Richardson needed to sit. And I'm normally a play them guy. Like, do I, you feel that what Boomer said about Justin Fields has validity? Yes. So, like, here's when I would play the quarterback immediately. It would be the majority of the time. But if I am a GM and a coach who are not in lockstep and I don't have 100% faith 
in my offensive coach and my offensive system, and hopefully my head coach is my offensive system, like the Bears played fields in an Andy Dalton offense in a make-or-break year for Matt Nagy when everybody was getting fired. Terrible idea. The last Bears quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, they played Mitch Trubisky when they benched Mike Glennon in a Dow Loggins offense when everyone knew they were going to fire John Fox. So now he plays in an offense at North Carolina, then a Dow Loggins offense, then a Matt Nagy offense. Then Justin Fields plays in a Ryan Day offense at Ohio State, then a Matt Nagy offense that he's rushed into, and now he's in a Luke Getze offense. So it's three offenses in three years. But if I, you know, uh, if the Dolphins drafted a quarterback tomorrow and I had 100% faith that Mike McDaniel was my dude and they drafted a quarterback in the top 10, trial by fire, baby. Most valuable thing in the NFL is a good quarterback on a rookie contract. It's the easiest way to build a team that wins. Yeah. So I, I don't if I had stability if I had stability, I would play him. I thought that Richardson was too raw to play. Uh, but I, I told it to you last week, man. I know a lot of it was garbage time, but CJ Stroud has a 380-yard passing game. Richardson looks poised. Like they're throwing these guys to the wolves and they're getting valuable experience. I I, I am on board with that. I, I I told you my conspiracy theory that it's because you got great quarterbacks in next year's draft and the Cub and the Colts could just always punt on Richardson after one year and draft one of those guys if he was bad. So they wanted to use all 17 games to figure that out this season. It is interesting to me, just a quick, quick aside here. Gardner Minshew has 45 touchdowns and 15 interceptions in his career in a passer rating of 94. Those are objectively great numbers. And it's, yeah. and it's like outside of being a, like a quarterback on a horrible Jags team for that one year, he's just pretty much been a backup, you know? And I just, I, I always thought this year that because Steichen worked with him in Philly, so he knew the system and given Richardson's rawness that they were just going to let Minshew play at the, at for, for, for a lot of the year. And he was going to be uh, – I, I, there's there's a fascination on my part with how this guy looks in their offense starting Sunday against Baltimore if Richardson doesn't play. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> 